Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 22, verses 3 through 6. This is where Judas sets out to betray Jesus. So as you know, we are in Holy Week. This is the week leading up to the arrest and crucifixion of Jesus. We know that even long before this week, the Pharisees and the Jewish leaders have been looking for ways to entrap Jesus, to destroy him, to have him arrested, to have him killed. And in today's text, we're going to see another step of their endgame coming together. Verse 3. Then Satan entered into Judas, called Iscariot, who was of the number of the twelve. Judas went away and conferred with the chief priests and officers how he might betray him to them, and they were glad and agreed to give him money. So he consented and sought an opportunity to betray him to them in the absence of a crowd. There are a couple interesting things that I'm not going to go really deep into. One is that throughout the Gospels, it becomes clear that Judas has a problem with money. In other words, he's a thief. So the fact that he is enticed to betray Jesus with money should be no secret. And the lesson to us is this. Expect Satan to exploit the areas where we are weak when it comes to him drawing us into sin. Another thing that's interesting here at the end of verse 6, it says that when he's seeking an opportunity to betray Jesus, they're looking to do it in the absence of a crowd. You might remember from previous readings that the Pharisees, the teachers of the law, the Jewish leaders, they were concerned about the crowd turning on them. They couldn't get to Jesus. They couldn't arrest him. They couldn't hurt him because they perceived that the crowd was largely on Jesus' side. So they're being very cunning, very shrewd. And of course, all of this is in line with God's perfect will, his redemptive plan for humanity that started way back at the beginning of scripture. So nothing here is going to thwart God's plan. Actually, they're playing right into his hand because Jesus has to die. The penalty for sin has to be paid. Obviously, not in a million years would they imagine that resurrection was going to be in the cards and that what they were plotting would be totally reversed and used for God's glory and for the redemption of humanity, but that's for another devotion. What I want to land on today is the notion that Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve, a guy who looked like he was in, a follower of Jesus, was actually never on board, never on mission with who Jesus was and what he was about. Luke says it more strongly than the other two synoptic gospels. He says that Satan entered Judas Iscariot. You might think, man, that's scary. How can Satan enter somebody who otherwise was a follower of or a believer in Jesus? And what I want to clarify today, in part, is that Judas was not a follower of or a believer in Jesus. We're going to be studying in John here pretty soon, and so I'm getting ahead of myself. But if we look at John 6, 64, Jesus is talking to his disciples, and he says, but there are some of you who do not believe. And then parenthetically, John says, for Jesus knew from the beginning who those were who did not believe and who it was who would betray him. If you skip down to verse 70 in chapter 6 of John, Jesus talking to the disciples still says, did I not choose you, the twelve? And yet one of you is a devil. John writes, he spoke of Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, for he, one of the twelve, was going to betray him. So Judas never was a believer in Jesus as the Messiah. Judas never was on board with Jesus' ministry to make the kingdom of God known, to see people be redeemed through faith in Christ. Not everybody who looks like a Christian, not everybody who says Christian things, not everybody who hangs around Christian places is necessarily a Christian. I was recently in line at a funeral visitation with somebody and we had quite a long time to talk while we waited. And the topic of a particular Christian denomination came up. This denomination has, for decades, drifted further and further from the truth of God's word. Currently, the leader of this denomination is on record saying that there is probably no hell, and if there is a 
hell, this hell is empty, along with many other things that are out of line with what Scripture clearly teaches. I've been following these things somewhat closely over the last several years, and this guy that I was in line with really hadn't. He made an interesting statement. He said, you know, I don't really get into church politics. I just go to church. I read my Bible. I try to live out my faith. And I just assumed, this is this guy talking, I just assumed that the leaders of Christian denominations were all pretty solid, that the pastors all believed in the Word of God, that the seminaries all trained the pastors to teach God's Word correctly. And he was somewhat baffled by the idea that there might be wolves in sheep's clothing in these Christian circles. And friends, today in the 21st century in the West, there are lots of wolves in sheep's clothing. There are lots and lots of Judases, people who look like they're on board, but who never were. And they've got a lot of us tricked, a lot of us fooled. It's interesting, if you go to Luke 22, 23, which we'll get to that in the future here shortly, when Jesus is talking about his betrayer, the disciples talk among themselves. It says they began to question one another which of them it could be who was going to do this. In other words, the disciples didn't have any idea, didn't know which of the 12 was going to be the betrayer. They weren't even aware enough to know that Judas was never on board. They had been fooled. So what's the purpose of me bringing this all up? Well, I guess I'd say two things. One is, I think every one of us had better do a heart check from time to time to make sure that we actually are followers of Christ. Have you received him? Do you believe in his name? Do you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead? Those are kind of litmus test questions that will help you and I determine if we truly trust Jesus. It's not about knowing and saying and doing the right stuff. It's about believing in your heart that Jesus is the Christ. And I think it's okay for us to grill ourselves on that question from time to time. The second reason I'm bringing this up is to encourage faithful followers of Christ to just be aware that there are wolves in sheep's clothing. Just because a pastor says something, don't assume that it's true. Check it against scripture. Just because a Christian college or a seminary says they're Christian, don't just assume that they are until you do your work to figure out if their teachings actually line up with what the Bible says. And all of this, of course, is predicated on the notion that we who profess to be Christians are familiar with what the Bible says. That's why the Daily Dose exists, to help increase biblical literacy, to help people understand more clearly what scripture says so that when we hold different Christian leaders or institutions up to scripture, we can clearly see if they are faithful or if they're apostate. Sadly, friends, apostasy is growing like crazy, but at the same time, be encouraged because faithful people of God are becoming more convinced of the truth of his word and more equipped and capable to represent Jesus Christ in this life. So don't be scared that there are Judases. Just be wary that there are Judases and then let's continue forward in what we've been called to do. Make disciples, love God, love others. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at ChristianCrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast airing on stations around the world since 1936 and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com.
We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.